none of your business just kidding i'm blue and i'm eastwood and this is our virtual smoke circle i almost messed up on the word circle kind of did but it's cushmas guys merry yeah. cushmas yeah, oh we should have loaded it in some christmas sound effects oh well jingle bells <laughs> here hold on that's close there we go <laughs> it's cushmas cushmas <laughs> yay uh today we are uh so join us for cushmas guys Join our Christmas circle, but we're smoking on uh, ice cream cake. Yeah, this our it's our Christmas ice cream cake. That's our tra- tradition that we're making right now. And <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're smoking on that. We did a bowl and like uh, started another one, and then we also smoked a joint. And we have another joint on reserve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What out of one out of ten? How high are you? I'm a seven. Yeah, I'd say I'm a seven. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like just chilling. Yeah. Like on the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Waiting for train eight. Train eight? Yeah, seven, eight. Uh, <laughs> I was like, man, he's been a whole little world. Uh, but, then I, <laughs> but then I was like, oh no, it's just witty, a little witty. Yeah, uh, so if you want to catch up to the sevens that we're at, um, you can hit pause and catch up. Yeah, okay, uh, whatever level you like. Um, and we'll see you on the other side. And we're back. I don't know how long I'm going to keep doing that. No, you have to do it forever now. <laughs> don't tie me to that. Why? I feel like you're in the, I feel like you're in a weird rebellious phase. Like I feel like there's just like this like I don't know if I want to do anything anymore. No, it just takes a lot of energy when I'm high. <laughs> I'm like I like just like at that moment I was like god damn it. <laughs> we need to show you could be a productive we member of society and be a stoner and we don't get there by being like going and is too hard. <laughs> no, I guess I'm stuck with it. You heard it here, folks. Mm-hmm. Stuck with it forever. Wow. The year's almost over, guys. Thank like, God. This isn't our New Year's one, so we won't super reminisce over the year, but the year's almost over. Yeah. We're in December. How does it how does it feel like the whole middle of the, the year was just March to me? Like, even when it got hot, I was like, this is just hot March. Because, dude, then, we weren't able to, well, you don't go to the pool, but people weren't able to go to the pools. Dude, like. dude I love it whenever you're, like, I feel like you have your own own internal symbology for certain things. Yeah. Like, like you're like, it's not summer unless I can go to the pool. Whether I go to the pool or not, <laughs> even though I usually go at least once, Yeah, as long as I can go to the pool and I know I can go to the pool, then it's summer. Like, and I feel like I feel like you have wear shorts. Well, I feel like I feel like you have like a bunch of little symbologies for a lot of things in life. Like, you're like, this doesn't feel like this because I can't have green cupcakes. You always have green cupcakes (laughs) when it's this. Like, I don't know. It's just funny to me every time they pop up. Yeah, it's never like holidays. Well, I guess holidays kind of like Thanksgiving. I had to have a cheese ball and my five cup fruit salad. So yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of shit like that. So what what to you is like Christmas? Um 
I don't know, man. I think it's a little overrated, just in general. Um, Which blows my mind. I have no idea. Because, like, the only people I know besides you that say that are people who had shitty Christmases. And you fucking always got everything yeah, you wanted. Yeah, Christmases, man. And you had good dinners. I got dinners. a PS3 one Christmas. That was my favorite Christmas. I just, I, I just literally can't imagine why you think Christmas is overrated. <laughs> I think it's because I had such great Christmases as a kid. And now I get nothing. Oh, so it's like a bitterness. Yeah, it's just like, why the fuck? Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, it's like, it's, it's like, like, oh, you want me to buy you a gift, bitch? But are you going to get me one? No, then fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. I get my nieces and nephews gifts. He's not gifts. kidding. I get like my nieces and nephews gifts and stuff like that because like they're kids and I want them to experience that. Yeah. But I also like want to leave a note that says, once you become an adult, like don't get used to this. Because once you become an adult, no one gives a fuck about you. So why do you want to give that to them? Why won't you just keep giving them gifts into adulthood? Because... Oh, that's true. <laughs> and I might do that. And then but. you go, this is how Christmas should be. I'm going to make it not overrated. I'm going to change the world for the better. <laughs> no, dude, like, I don't know. People like just Christmas is supposed to be like this super happy, like thing. And then there's just so much greed that comes from it. Yeah. Like you <laughs> scalpers Wait. are literally scalping like, which would probably happen on a normal whatever, but it just sucks. Like people are just like, getting so antsy about like mm -hmm. getting people this best shit. It's like, we just had a crazy ass year. Why don't we all just like chill? <laughs> I feel you. But at the same time, would you not call your hatred of Christmas now your own internal greed over not receiving presents? I mean, it could be. That's very true. And that's my problem. And I got to fix that. But also, <laughs> I, honestly too, like I, I buy my sh myself stuff a lot though. Like honestly, I personally, like <laughs> if I want it, I'm probably going to get it soon. And so for me, it's almost like when people ask me, like, what do you want for Christmas? Which might be the reason why I don't get gifts anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, I honestly don't know. Right. Because I just buy myself everything. Like, so why don't you just find something? It's just because I, I want expensive shit and no one ever wants to pay for expensive shit. They only want to get you like movies and. So why don't you find stupid shit that you also want that you just overlook? I mean, I guess so I you can save that. your money for the expensive shit. But like this year, my siblings decided that we're not, we're, we were going we to do a secret Santa, but then they're like, well, we're all old. Like, let's just not do it. I'm like, what the fuck? What, did you fight them? Yeah. I was like, why don't we do it? Like, well, no, let's do it. And they're like, no, like. <laughs> yeah. So that just sounds like your family failing you. That, that's not Christmas's fault. That's your family. No, but like. You should I, hold resentment like, to your family, not I, Christmas. I, part of the resentment too is corporations playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Okay. Honestly, I will say that. And I will fight this till my death. It, it actually made like, it does make me have a chip on my shoulder to Christmas more because it's my favorite holiday, but I have a little chip on my shoulder towards it now because people keep trying to creep it out. And, yeah. and I have noticed people are less festive now because it's, it's pulled out because like you can be a little festive for a prolonged period of time where before yeah. you only have that month. So when it turned Christmas time, Everyone was like, like, boom, Christmas. Your offices got Christmas. Everyone got Christmas. We had like 18 Christmas movies. Yeah. Like, like what happened to like counting down? Like my mom used to have this thing where. Well, it's hard to count down now because you can start in fucking October. That's what I'm saying. My mom used to have this thing where she would hang up and every December 1st, she would put this little, it's like a cloth thing with like a little cloth Santa and had little pouches for each day. She would like, we'd build up. To it, and it was so That's much fun. Saying. Like, and I get that. Like, it was just so awesome. Like, yeah, and I'm, and I, and I think it's more than just this growing up because I'm saying culturally, 
No one started in fucking like the November first, being like no. it's Christmas time. No, we were thinking about Thanksgiving, and we we're yeah. still living the, our lives. And then December first was like, all right, break out the Christmas mo- movies and music, and let's count twenty five days. Yeah, dude, twenty five days is enough for Christmas. That is like a solid number. That's what I'm saying. And they're trying to stretch this every out. other holiday gets one day. That's why the sanctity of Christmas, at least how we celebrate it, shall never, never be bastardized like that. <laughs> Christmas is a very particular time of the year, people. When I plan, like when I have kids and stuff, like I plan on like, even if they're like 18, I, cause I, no, I my see parents still get me stuff. Well, I know, I know. But and it's also because your parents are very gifty giving people. Like, yeah, your parents give gifts. Like it's this like, well, lovely that, that's like my thing is our, my, the older siblings, they, we, we all just switched to this year for the first time, uh, a secret Santa, which first of all, let me get, let me go over this. Uh, it's stupid. And the reason why it's stupid is because secret Santas, when they're good, what it is, is like an office building where most of you don't know each other that well. You know, you have like one or two like work friends, friends. And then, you know, you have like 10 acquaintances that you like laugh with sometimes. And so then fucking Jim in accounting gets you and you've talked to Jim like five times. And then all of a sudden Jim gets you a gift and you're like, fucking hey, Jim, how did you know I wanted a Google TV? And then he's like, oh, I actually talked to the da 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 who pointed me to to Susan and Susan gave me the DL. And you're like, well, you're a little spy, Jim. You're a little spy. That is the beauty of a secret Santa. There's a little espionage. There's a little bit figuring out shit. It's a little game. We're playing a little game and we're seeing who actually played the game well, right? That's the fun thing of a secret, <coughs> secret uh, Santa. But when it's like a close family and not only that, we have a website where we all put our list. So it's literally just goes, Oh my God. Hey, give me this. And then the person who has, he's like, Hey, I got that. So that my family's like, well, we can't tell each other. I was like, it doesn't really fucking matter who gives me this Google TV. I'll still just be like, Oh great. You got me the thing I exactly asked for. And you're my family member. So I already know this relationship. Oh it, yeah. It makes no sense. So anyway, and the only reason I agreed to it this year, cause like, I don't like that system. Uh, but that's because I'm a gift person. I love to give them. I love to receive them. Gifts, gifts, gifts. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, so, but I'm poor right now. So when they were like, then we all only have to get like one gift. I was like, yes, for now. I like, I texted them that. I was like, but when I'm richer, yeah, I'm, I'm breaking off of this system. I'm getting you all things. Yeah. I don't think I would ever do a secret Santa with like my kids. No. Like I would, just be like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> I think you guys can choose to get each other gifts if you want. But like also, okay, so like one thing that I've seen some people do, and I think this is really cool, like as the kids get older, like I know one family does this where the parents will be like, hey, like what's one big thing that you want? And they have like three kids. Yeah. And they're like, think of one big thing, like, you know, cost is like, pretty minimal you know like if it's expensive we can try to do it like we'll let you know if we can't and like we'll do that for you and i'm like that's fucking awesome yeah so people are getting like fucking 65 inch 4k curved tvs like new washer and dryers like fucking just whatever like anything yeah and i'm like that's what i like that is the perfect adult christmas is just hey yeah there's also a lot of money no, I know, but it's just, it's so fucking awesome. And this, and it's weird because this family is not like super well off. Yeah. 
So I was just like, I know that I can be in that place. Yeah. And so one day be able to do that for my kids. So would you feel about your Christmases if they were bad or like feel the same way about your Christmases? If you got a lot of gifts from people like your family or whatever, like they kept up like giving a lot of gifts, but it was smaller things or like handmade things or. I think my biggest thing, even, even aside from gifts, like I, just because again, I buy myself everything. So it's hard for me to even think of stuff for people and I don't want to put much thought into it. So like, that sounds very loving. <laughs> um, for other people I do like for other people, like, like I want to buy a mini Sanifi this year, a Nintendo switch, but I couldn't fucking find one. Oh really? No, I can't That's find them anywhere. Surprising to me. Yeah. So, um, they sell out every time they come in stock. So I haven't been able to get one, but anyways, so like shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. where was I going with that? I asked you. Oh, no, no, no. My thing is, I don't feel, I feel the loss of family uh, around this time of year. And what I mean by that is, I don't have, like, all my family's kind of moved, like, and dispersed a little Uh, bit. So, like, it's just me and my brother here and my niece and nephew. And, like, that's pretty much all the family. And my grandma. And, like, that's pretty much all the family. I don't really see her a whole lot, which is my fault. But, um, that's it. Like, I don't see my dad very much. Like he lives further away from me. My mom and my sister lives in California. And so like, I think for me, that's kind of what Christmas has become. It's just like another day because I don't get to see the people that I love. Now this year's going to be a little different because we're all going to come together, which is great. So I might feel a little different this year, like eventually. Yeah. I will say that is interesting. I feel like my Christmas is, well, I feel like my, my, any family holiday has like, diminished over the years yeah and and my thing too is i would say since like mm, probably since i've been since i was like 17 yeah and i don't know if it's like the mysticism you know of christmas when you're younger and like even like when you know something's not real well it's just the excitement of getting a gift when well with my stuff i'm not even saying like i'm not even saying like in a in a spiritual way i'm saying like in in a factual way like less people are coming to things um, people are dying. <laughs> yeah, but like not even in, not even because of deaths or anything. But you know what I mean. Like it does yeah. feel more separate. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm, feels, not, yeah. I'm not saying like in a in a spiritual way. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying like it's not as magical as when I was a kid. It's like oh no, it's like literally not as good. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? As far as like in the same ways. And I don't even want it to be like the every year. Like, do you think I that's just as the natural natural course of a family though? It or, might be. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I can't tell if it's just like. Well, I can't tell if that's like every family does that. Do you know what that I mean? Eventually, it, or now that I'm thinking about it, like I never went to like an aunt or uncle's Christmas, so I feel like it's kind of like as you get older and your siblings get older with you, and you start having your own families. That's kind of when you start making your own like Christmas memories. Kind of like you guys like all break up a little bit. Now some families don't do that; they come back together. But yeah, but I'm saying like I even like my I I went to like aunt's houses or like cousins and cousins came over and da, 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 da. yeah i never really did that yeah we did but those, those that's even but the thing for me though is like when we were all younger everyone was there like my brother and sister-in-law even though they didn't live with us they would come to our house at like six in the morning and wake everyone up yeah and it was like that was fun you know like even <laughs> if you didn't get any gifts it was just still fun to like see people that you love do and you like, think your parent family's poorer probably yeah because think, I'm, I'm almost wondering if some of it almost has to do with economics. Yeah. Like, like what I mean is, 
and I, I'm only saying this because I think in a lot of ways my family could be classified as poor and like not to make everything material, but like, I think I, I, I genuinely think, and part of this is, I think this is why I'm not a very sentimental person because like, so, so I'm good. It's a brief thing to come back to the Christmas. So I think when times are better, you are more sentimental. When times are worse, you kind of are like, yeah, I want to see my family at Christmas, but I can see them again. Do you get know what I mean? Where like, if there's literally no barriers, do you know what I mean? Like if it's not money, if it's not distance, if it's not money and distance, do you know what I mean? If ease of travel, at least, you know, it's like, um, you're like, there's like no real barrier for me to go. So it's like, of course I have to go. And so you're like, yeah, I'm going to get there at six in the morning. Like there's no reason not to. But then like, if you actually like have more shit in your life and you're, you can be like, yeah, I'll see you when I see you <laughs> like right, wrong or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and like I said, I think you could, my family over the years has gotten poor. So I think I almost wonder if it's economic thing. It probably is a little bit in, of in some way, like, you know what I mean? Cause I, even in myself, like I said, like I'm not as sentimental as I probably would be if, um, like I was richer, honestly, or like richer in certain ways. It doesn't have to necessarily all be like, if I made a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, like example is, especially in my adult life, every time I've moved, I've had to get rid of stuff and some stuff I wanted to be sentimental about, but then I was like, I literally just can't. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, you just kind of have to murder that part of yourself <laughs> <laughs> or else you're just like, or else you're just like sad over useless shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, do I just want to be miserable or do I just say sucks and kill it? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm sentimental over like very few things, but like, Cause like there are some things like there's like this little fucking goofy that I have that I've had since I was like, I can remember it was, like, it was my grandma and grandpa and they gave it to me when I was young, but I would only have it at their house. Yeah. And then one year I begged them to let me take him home and they did. And so I've had him ever since. And literally that is the one thing that I look for when I move Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that I have that. And yeah, like I get you with like the whole like sentimental thing. How it can kind of be hard if you're like are trying to just live life. There's some things you can't like can't hang on to. Yeah, and so like I almost wonder if like certain Christmas things or certain certain family things kind of get that way if everything's not on the up and up. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that can be a very valid thing. I can see that. But maybe not. And the reason why we're not doing Secret Santa is because of money. So, and I think it's because of like just all the financial hardships everyone's kind of going through this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah. But I don't that's know. what I'm saying though. Like, would you find your Christmas is just as good if they weren't tied to finances? Meaning like smaller gifts or like more petty gifts or like handmade things? No, I think it would be better if I was able to like be with everyone more often. So you think, you think you, it would, you find the same richness if the literal experience without the gifts was the yeah. same. Yeah. That's good. Like, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that. Like, I honestly don't care about the gifts. Like I even told my mom that like, she's like, what do you want this year? I was like, I don't, I don't really want anything. I just want everyone to like be happy. Like, I just want us all to like be together and like be present and like, you know, like buy the kids shit. Good. That's beautiful. Like, I was that's, a little, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little afraid you're going to be like, nah, it's all about the gifts. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I even have suggested like before, like not getting people gifts, like, my like siblings and stuff, but I didn't cause they got me stuff. 
but like when people ask me, I'm usually like, no, mm. like I don't, I don't want anything. And then sometimes I still get a fucking gift card or something like that. But uh, you know the gift card I hate the most? Mm. <laughs> fucking Kohl's. Mm. I still have a gift card from Kohl's, thirty-five fucking dollars that I do not want. Well, you know why it sucks, at least from in my experience. There's for it doesn't matter how much my gift card is, the the thing I would actually want in Kohl's is too expensive, always. And for people who don't know who Kohl's is, what Kohl's is, think of like a Ross, but like a little like a Marshalls Burlington Coat Factory, but oh. like a little bit more like night, like a little nicer. Like, just the general building look. Yeah. But it's very like that. Like, they have every fucking... Like, a Bed Bath & Beyond, kind of, but, like, less. And I think I think they have more options for, like, full families. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very, like, family-driven place. Look it up, Kohl's. It's, it's like... It's C-H-O-L-S. like H-O-L-S. It's like where your mom buys her clothes and buy some of your clothes. Yeah, and then you're, like... And some gadgets. And then, like, if you... <laughs> for me, I don't like dressing up. So I just go up there for like dress dress up clothes. Like if I need to go to the wedding, they got cheap dress up clothes. Yeah. yeah. Like if you need to go to a wedding or a funeral or something, but like it doesn't matter if it's a $25 gift card to Kohl's. I want something that's $30. It doesn't matter if I get a $50 one. The time I go that time is a $65 thing. Yeah. Like, Cause they do have like little electronics that you can buy. That's what I'm saying. It's like beneficial, sometimes but. it's like a pair of shoes that ends up being too much or like a little electronic or like, Sometimes even like a hoodie, but it's like the nicest hoodie they have. So it's like $45 and I have 40. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> just give me a fucking like vanilla. Like give me that visa, dude. Yeah. The vanilla visa card. That's what I'm or saying. The little MasterCards or whatever. I, I don't understand. People like people want to send you to little like, like little like consumerism prisons. Like instead of being like, right. Hey, I can give you the freedom of the world of consumerism in this visa gift card. <coughs> that works exactly the same as any other gift card I'm going to give you. Or, and it's reloadable. Or I can come in and be like, hey, motherfucker, you are going to Target. Or you are going to Kohl's. I will <laughs> yeah. be okay with Target. You I get fucking food I, there. T- t- target to, well, that's the only, because of where I am right now in life, that's the only reason I like it because I'd be like, <laughs> oh, groceries. But like, I do like food gift cards though. You can you can send me to a okay, food place. Okay, food gift cards. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. If you're going to send me to Capitalistic. Have you, have you sent that long, have you spent that Longhorns gift card that you got? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> I remember you had that thing. You're like, dude, can we just go to Longhorns, please? Oh, yeah, because like- we, no, we, remember we ended up going to Cheddar's? Yeah. Yeah, Cheddar's, and I almost died. I told you about it briefly in the car. It's not surprising to me that you don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember it. Tell us again. I literally almost choked on steak and died. Like, I started. I actually think I remember you choking, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Well, I didn't, no, no, no. I, did, I didn't, it was like right at the point I was about to make it known. Like it got stuck in my throat. I felt nothing. And I was like, no, no, no. And then like, it was so stuck. It literally came into my head. Like this might be it. If someone doesn't know Heimlich, like I was like, like, I was like, I realized I was like, I'm like bad education away from death. Like if no one in this place is like, I was literally thinking like, can I jump on the table? Like, or something. Or like, I was like, can you Heimlich yourself? I literally looked up to be like, Oh fuck, guys! <laughs> and then it like it like came down, yeah. and it kind of hurt on the yes, way down. Yes, I've but, had that. But I was like, oh, dude, steak. And that's why when we were like crazy blasted at my cousin's, and he made the steak, I told everyone I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, we are so high. Small bites on this steak. Steak <laughs> yeah. is very chokeable. Dude, I fucking love steak, dude. It is like by far my favorite piece of food. Like steak and pickles. 
Well, okay. So like, I agree with you. I, I just don't know if I can go as far as you, as far as it's definitely one of my favorites, like top, top tier. But like, like if you go to a steak, no, like but if like, you go to like a nice but like steakhouse. If, like if someone was like, if you could eat one food in the world, like, like you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I don't think I'd ever choose steak. I think I would. I think I'd choose pizza over it. Yeah, I get that. Pizza. Um, <laughs> dude, but if you go to like a steakhouse, like a Sullivan steakhouse or like mm-hmm. something that's like kind of bougie and a little fancy, uh-huh. um, that's like known for steak, like the ones where you can't get a one sauce at, I think he's probably still can. No, but you feel bad. <laughs> I went to Sullivan's for my birthday one year <laughs> and, um, I got, Did they a, have their own steak sauce. I got a flow. No, they just season it really well. I'm um, like, honestly, so you like can't get any steak sauce. I No, you can't. Yeah. And the guy laughed at me. <laughs> Dude, shit like that though makes me want to like every time I hear shit like that. Like that's why all my ideas. If <laughs> Just I pull out your own, no, 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 well, not only that, but like shit like that is like. It, anytime I think of like my own Michelin star restaurant, it's always a play on things that people poo poo. Like I want to make it. If I made my own, like going for the gold three Michelin restaurant, I'd I'd either do a place called Munchies and it's stoner food, so it's like weird combinations that end up being really good, right? But like I, I need it to be like really good outside of being stoned. But like also really good if you were stunned. But or like a five, a three Michelin star pizzeria, and everything's based on pizzeria, like what you'd imagine in a pizzeria. So it's like we're not adding in like the ingredients might be bougie, but we're not adding in like some like a fucking something you would pronounce in French, like coarse. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like yeah, it's gonna be like here's the calzones, yeah, and um. That's why all that kind of shit. So I was like, I was like, I heard that. And I was like, I'm going to make a three-star Michelin steak restaurant that we make our own steak sauce and make people put Avid on there. <laughs> you like glaze it with your steak sauce. Yeah. Like it comes out with the steak sauce and like you're having this bitch with steak. Um, honestly, it was pretty good steak though. Like I was pretty like surprised. No, like, don't get me without wrong. steak sauce. Like it was, and I, I don't need steak sauce. I just go get steak at fucking like Applebee's yeah, or. That's what I was going to say. Don't get me wrong. I can. I I have very much enjoyed steaks without steak sauce. I'm not saying it has to be there, but people poo pooing on it always makes me mad. Yeah. How but do you like your steaks done? Uh, so it depends on how big it is. Cause honestly, rare, but rare is super chewy. So like, yeah, dude, it's almost like a chore. Sometimes yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Medium. So like, if I get like, basically, if it's if it for sure, if it's above eight ounces, isn't it's gonna be medium rare, but. And then eight ounces is like half and half depends on how I feel. But if it's like six ounces or below, I, rare. Yeah, dude, I get medium rare uh, most of the time. But sometimes I'm like, God damn, did you even cook this? <laughs> like, it's like so chewy. Yeah. I'm like, am I chewing some gum? I barely get that when I ask for medium rare. But when you yeah, ask for I mean, rare sometimes, yeah. Well, and yeah. like, I love it. But like I said, sometimes it's too chewy. Like your jaw starts hurting. And you're like, oh my God. It's like a chore at that yeah, point. Yeah, you're just like glad I'm taking protein to rebuild my jaw. Like <laughs> this is a workout. Yeah. Also, I've been a big chewer all my life as far as like, I love chewing gum. I like, yeah, me what, too. whatnot. I feel like I have stronger jaws than most people. <laughs> I went to the freaking uh, dentist the other day and you know, you had to have your mouth open a lot there. And I got back home <laughs> and I, I was eating a subway sandwich and my jaw like locked. <laughs> It was like, bitch, you still moving it? <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And I like wiggled it and it came back. But I was like, God damn, dude. <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> Should I eat mashed potatoes that day? Just like, oh, like barely opening your mouth for spoonfuls. Like a, yeah, for a spoon. 
Oh my God. Uh, dude. I, so weird story time. Uh, I, I know a friend's mom who had a deal with her dentist. Um, you know, someone brought up that it was an Indian dentist when they told me this. And now looking back, I think they brought it up in a racist way. Probably. Like, I was like, why do I know that he's Indian? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was Indian, so he could barely speak English. No, they didn't bring it up like that. Maybe they were saying, I actually, now I'm thinking back, I think they were saying that Indian people have foot fetishes like more than more, more most people, which I don't think is true. Yeah, I don't know. I will, like, the only. <laughs> Like, I almost could see it seeming true. Like, I almost feel like it's because there's so many Indians in the world. There's, like, a billion of them, right? So, it's, like, foot fetish is, like, one of the top fetishes. So, it's, like... It's, like, gotta be them Indians. Well, no, but it's, like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, if they, if all... If it's, if it's the same level foot fetish through all populations, there still will be a high number of Indians. Do you know what I mean? But it's the same percentage as, like, white people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, like... Because they have more people. That's what, well, I don't know if it's literally more people if you consider all white people, but you know what I'm saying. <coughs> so it's like yeah. you might meet more Indians that have. Could but anyways, I don't even know if that's true. But I, I just, I just like in retrospect, I was like they might have been being racist. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so the um, oh, so the dentist they made a deal. So she got addicted to like the 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 uh, laughing gas. So they made a deal that he would just let her come in and like just crank it up and let her as long as he let she let him like play with his her feet and like come on her feet. Wait, who was this? Uh like you want another person? Oh my god, I need to know this person. But like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and so like she just go in and get high as fuck and that's a service for a service. He man. just like Came on her feet. Yeah. Which also made me be like, how are her, her feet? Like, <laughs> like, is he doing this because it's her feet? Or is like, I think it's a situational it thing. Feet? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. well, like I'm saying, you might like, be too afraid to ask someone else. Who's well, like, this bitch literally wants. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like, he's for sure going to just do it if he's into feet. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, is he like, fuck yes, I hit the jackpot. Look at these fucking feet. Or is he like, I guess. I think he's the first one. Well, I I don't know. I don't I haven't seen the feet. If you're willing to risk your fucking dental license to let some bitch come in and get laughing gas because they're addicted to it, this got to be like a like a risk factor thing. Like that's also got to like turn you on a little bit too. Yeah, but I mean, like, just because he would do it with worse feet doesn't mean her feet are bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. That's what know. I'm saying. So Have I'm you like, seen her feet since? No, you know that's her? what I'm saying. I'm like. Like made me made me want to look at her feet. Like I was like eighty feet. Like if I'm gonna look at those feet and be like, wow, jackpot. <laughs> or am I gonna look at those feet and be like, I guess. You probably you probably gonna be like, I guess. <laughs> Maybe in your mind you're gonna overhype it and then it's gonna be not what you think it is. No, I purposely try to underhype things, but I still feel like you overhype a little bit. Uh, there's, I would say, I mean, I haven't felt overhyped recently. Not even for cyberpunk. No. That's why I think I think everyone else was overhyped. That's why I think I was like, you know what? I'm fine with this. And like, yeah. I was like, this reminds me of other game companies. You know, sometimes when they release, it's a little buggy and then they fix it. And I think it's because I was as hyped for a cyberpunk as like other games. So it's like, yeah. or at least, uh, or I mean, so like I'm a, cyberpunk 
has hit all my hype points. That's what I'm saying. It's like when I look at something, I go, okay, what do I think I can confidently be hyped about in this? Do you know what I mean? So I hear them describe the game and I'm like, I can be confidently hyped about that, 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 and that. And they've hit like almost all those points. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I purposely like don't listen to everything. I like go, okay, what? So. Yeah. what did you think about the Mandalorian? I really enjoyed it. I'm really hyped for where the Star Wars universe is going. It's kind of got me a little scared though. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited because this is the first time in a minute that Star Wars, I'm like, where's it going? Like well, in, in a good way too. Like I'm like, and two, I huh. feel like it's finally branching away from like Skywalkers. Yes. And just like the Jedi shit. I like, know. I was a little upset when I realized that the new trilogy was going to be like Skywalker, uh, at least looking at heavy. You yeah. Know what I mean, it was like, ugh. it's like, God damn, we've fucking already heard this story. Like, let's just come on. Slash, I was like, I was like, how much can one family try to balance this bitch? And that's why I like rogue one so much. Yeah, I liked Rogue One too. Because it was a really good film. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I I never know fully how to feel about Rogue One. Like I liked it, but then but I feel like most people who say they like it are like, this is my favorite Star Wars film. And oh I'm, no. I and then I'm it. like and then I'm like, I feel like that's too much. Like so I never <laughs> yeah. know how to feel about Rogue One because I'm like, it's yeah. good guys, but I want to let you guys know it's like not that good. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. No, I would say I would say good, I'd say it's, it's better out of the three that we've gotten so far. I would say it's it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, of the newer Star Wars. So yeah. I'm trying to think of. So they did the sequel trilogy, and I think I like Rogue One more than every single one of the sequel trilogy. I'm only thinking about maybe the first one, but I think every one. And I like Rogue One over the Han Solo movie. I didn't even watch the Han Solo movie because I just couldn't. That was probably a good move, honestly. I, it just looked bad. I just, okay, like there's some Star Wars fans that defend it. I just, and, and it's not, especially if it was its own film. It's not horrible. But it's just like, and like, I, I think it does so much. Some It looks like the CW tried to make a movie. That's kind of how it felt. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I felt like it did, I don't felt like it did justice to Haunt. A lot, some people do. I don't really see it. I've even watched like some people I respect do like little video essays on it. And I'm like, I get what you're saying, but then I feel like I have a counter for every point as a star Wars fan. But so I don't love that movie. Like I, I don't love that Han. I, okay. I actually, I don't want to give too many criticisms because I haven't seen it in a while. So I I don't feel like I'd be like as strong with what I'm saying. So, but it, it was just me. So I'm trying to think, was there any other, Star Wars movies? New Star Wars movies? I know there was ones talked about that never happened. No, I don't think so. I feel like I'm forgetting one. But maybe not. Mm, yeah, so I think Rogue One, though, is my favorite of the newer stuff. Yeah, movie, and then the Mandalorian wise. is the best of the best. Yeah. It's fucking... The second season is so good. Yeah. The ending was great, too. Watch it if you haven't watched it. Yeah. Crazy shit. But, um, and I have no idea where they're going with that. Yeah. How do you feel about the Star Wars future? I, this is the first time I've been excited about it in a while. I think it's like, I don't know. It's like a, a breath of fresh air. Like, well, and one of the reasons I'm also hoping that it, uh, it's breath of fresh, fresh, fresh air, especially for Star Wars. Um, it's like kind of what, what's happening now is kind of was hoping when they first took over. 
So it seems like it might be happening. But also, if it becomes very successful, what I'll be super happy about it is, I, especially if the TV stuff becomes successful, that's what really gets me pumped. Because, honestly, so I love movies. They're one of my favorite things. But especially, like, sci-fi and stuff, I just love more and more and, like, building and building and building. So TV shows excite me more. Yeah, and I feel like with and TV so, shows, you can you can kind of go, like, at, 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 like, different paces. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is it will inspire copycats. So whether that's oh, yeah, adaptations yeah. of, which is why I was hoping for the Expanse, but I don't think it ever hit that level to inspire copycats, but I think Star Wars might. And then the Expanse was successful enough that people might be like, okay, Star Wars is doing well and the Expanse is doing well, so I'm going to do another like more mature like the Expanse, but try to make it like as expansive as Star Wars or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I just feel like there's a good chance for more copycat TV shows, whether original or adaptations that I, that that's what really gets me excited is the success of the star Wars TV shows is that more people will try to be the next star Wars TV show. <coughs> yeah. I'm really excited with where they're going with it. I think it's going to be really yeah. good. Good job, Disney so far. Yeah. Don't fuck us over. Cause like now good get job, your video good games job, online. Good job redeeming. Yeah. <laughs> now get your fucking video game section online. Well, the problem is like EA is half of it. So it's like, they should just buy the whole thing from EA. Or just buy EA. Uh, EA's huge. Oh. <laughs> uh, How long do you think we got until it's just internet cable packages? Because we're halfway there, I feel. Um, I'd say like five more years. I think that's a good timeline. Yeah, I think five more years. <laughs> it'll be... The same fucking thing that we were dealing with before. Just all streaming. Yeah. And it might be actually kind of worse because with cable, at least you have all the channels in one space <laughs> with the streaming services. It's each individual app. Yeah. And so, not, so you got to like bounce and, out. And it's not even each individual app. We'll be like, this is our sci-fi app. This is our da -da -da app. It'll be like, now you got HBO Max, Hulu, and da da da. And you're like, does HBO Max have this? What does Hulu have? What does da 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 have? And then we'll be like, Disney Plus, da da da, and da da da. And you're like, does Disney Plus? And then if you want everything, you're going to be like, I have to buy like eight cable things. <laughs> <laughs> what Apple's doing or trying to do is going to be kind of cool. Um, they want to do subscription services for multiple applications, but they want to use their TV app as like the hub for it all. So basically, you would find the shows through the TV app. Instead of going to each individual, so they app. essentially want to be <clears throat> the Comcast. Yeah. So they want of streaming world. They want you to go there, and they're the menu, and then you click on the channel, essentially. Yeah. So we're literally just becoming cable. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I don't think it's going to happen. Any, like I think for like five years is when we'll see it. We may see it in a little shorter than five years, but I think it'll be max five years. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about anything anymore. Yeah, dude, I'm just like, let's just get through this next year. <laughs> well, I'm not even saying year. I'm just talking about the future. I'm just like, let's just see what happens. Yeah, go with the flow, man. That's all you can do. It really is, dude. Well, one of the reasons is I'm like, I just don't, I don't see any, like, even when things are brought up, I don't see anyone changing anything. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about on real big scales. So I'm not talking about like, like, oh, we have a homeless problem in this city, and then, like, stuff starts happening. I think, like, that stuff will move. But, like, 
culturally or like, I don't like where like internet streaming is going. Who's going to change that? Nobody. It's also like, how do we change it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like, who, how, what, when, where, why? And like, I guess the only person that could is the government, but I don't expect them to be on top of internet things or cultural things. It could also be corporations that run a lot of the internet, but they're not going to because they're greedy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They want to be an open free market. No, I think that's better. They're closing down. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it comes cable packages. It's like, nope, this is our corner. Well, you can thank the FCC for that, too. Because they, <laughs> uh, didn't they, like, wasn't there, like, a, the net neutrality thing or whatever? They didn't pass it. Oh, they didn't pass it? No. Oh, okay. That would, honestly, th- stuff like that, though, is, like, what makes me have hope for a political system. But, uh, actually, though, I think you did bring up that this next year will be interesting, just in, as in, uh, I think the next year will be where we see like how the chips settle from Corona. Yeah, everything will fall into place. I think. Yeah, like how it will look. In the, yeah, yeah. This year was all the shit went down. Next year is okay. How do we pick up from here? Yeah. Yeah, because they're saying we should get the vaccine to the public majority of the public by summer. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. I just want concerts back, man. Yeah. Live music to me, whether it was like small or big, I just realized how much I loved live music. And it just brought me like so much peace. Like I love music in general, but like. They like to some degree was your church. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, we're all chilling together. Like we all love this band because we bought tickets to it. Whether it was big or small, like you just vibe and just have a good time. I have a love hate relationship with live music, especially as I get older. And, and, like, it might be more how the concerts are done than, like, live music itself. Do you get what I mean? So, it's like, yeah. it depends on the venue. It depends on a lot of things. I like outdoor venues. Uh, it depends. <clears throat> um, there's one that we have that's, like, on a canal. And it's, like, real open, real airy. And it's, like, <laughs> the best place for, like, a summer concert. Because yeah. you get the air flowing, and it's just like, it's kind of downtown-ish. Mm-hmm. So you still have like just so much, I don't know, it's just a like really good place. It's not so big to where like, you know, 40,000 people can pack in. Right. It's just like, you know, maybe like 10, 15, you're all sitting on this lawn thing, or you're in a chair up front. Yeah. Just chilling. Actually, though, I guess it's kind of, we've talked like, okay, my book, like, consumerism. So, like, this fits right in. But the older I get, the more events I don't care to go to unless I have money. And what I mean by that, it's not, like, money to attend. Like, it's like, I want to scrape to buy the ticket. I'm saying, like, I don't want to scrape to buy the ticket. I want to drink and, like, do what and buy food and da-da-da-da as much as I want there. I want to da-da-da. So, it's like, the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah. I don't want to go to this thing unless I can spend $600. <sighs> no, dude. You know what makes me so fucking mad about, like, major venues and their fucking goddamn, one, the uprice of everything, beers that are $12, pretzel that's fucking shitty as fuck that's, like, 7 pizza that you get one slice and it's, like, $8. Yeah, exactly. But, like, and like, yeah, that is frustrating, but at the same time, it's like, like for me, it's like, if it was cheaper, it'd be easier to achieve my goals, but it's like, yeah, I feel you. That's why I don't want to go unless I have like $400. But also the fucking 
merch, the shirts and shit. Some men's are like $60 for a goddamn t-shirt. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'll get it online <laughs> for like half the cost. And I get that, that some artists make majority of their money off of their merch sales. And so that's why I try to support people. But goddamn, you got to give us some fucking room, dude. <laughs> you can't be. <laughs> you ain't Kanye West out here asking, or selling a clothing line. Damn, you fucking selling a tour t-shirt yeah. that says every city you've been to on the back of it. I actually hate tour t-shirts. I do too, dude. <coughs> Fuck I, that usually don't, I usually don't buy the tour t-shirt. I buy. I have one tour t-shirt. I buy an like, MGMT one. I buy like the album shirt or whatever. I don't I don't buy that. The only reason why I bought that shirt is because I loved the cover of it, like the front of it. I just fucking loved it. I could see that. That very rarely happens to me with tour shirts though. I still have that shirt, I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, the older I get, it's like I actually rather just not go to the live show. Or smaller venues for me, like um like not like arenas. Yeah. Like like little bar venues or like even like a couple step up step ups from that. You're saying you rather go there or not go mm, there? I'd rather go there. Cause I think it's just a better experience. Because one, usually the place that you're at, you can have a pretty much good vantage point of the artist wherever you're at. Yeah. Like you can be up front, great view, back behind, good, okay view, but yeah. you're not near a bunch of people. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, especially because the older I get, the more I like back of the venue. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. This is the title of the creator show that I was just like, yep. It, times have changed. Dude, I blue. fucking loved that show. It was a great show, but it was like, that was the moment I was like, you got to accept who you are now, Blue. That's, <laughs> this isn't you anymore. You're the back of the room guy. And I was like, and I got went to the back of the room and I was like, this is 100% better. I love this in every way better. I was yeah. like, I am the back of the room guy now. There's something about <laughs> like pushing my way to the front that I love. Well, duh. You do. You've done it since you were like eleven. And I, I always went to like heavier stuff, so like mosh pits and stuff would be in the route to the front. <laughs> but uh, even with like mainstream concerts, if I'm on the floor, bitch, you better. And there's like a GA, you better watch the fuck out. Although I will give it to some of the fans of bigger artists can get real shitty with you real quick. Yeah. Especially the little fucking tweeners that are there. And you're like, move, bitch. And they're like, I fucking paid and stayed outside for six hours, you stupid bitch. And like, say all this shit. It's like, where's your mom at? Get the fuck back. <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> this is I, about it. I don't like it. The too much closeness now. Like, the title of the creator show, people were like pushing me in the back. So I'm like, bent need. This guy's in front of me. He's grinding on his girl in front of me. <laughs> so I'm a bigger dude. So his butt's just grinding on my belly. I'm bent knee, just ass on my belly, just keeps rubbing and rubbing and sensually. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, and he's kind of tall. So it's hard for me to see like Tyler, the creator. And I'm just like, what am I doing right now? I'm, I, I'm hot. I'm uncomfortable. I'm being sexually assaulted. Like, I'm just out of here. So I just turn around. I'm like, I'm going that way. And then everyone opens up because they're like, oh, he's moving. Get, get out of here, fatty. And so I'm like, dude, I get to the back and I turn around. I see, can see Tyler better than I did when I was closer. The music sounds better further back. I feel good. I can feel a breeze. I can breathe. I'm not being sexually assaulted. I was just like, wow. Yeah. This is my place now. <laughs> yeah. And that venue that we went to for Tyler, the creator, that's the kind of venue that I like. I had a whole coming of age story at that show. <laughs> that was such a good show, man. It was during his uh, scum fuck, scum fuck flower boy phase. Yeah. And uh, Vince 
Staples. Staples was there. That was really fucking good. Yeah, because I love him. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And you got a free ticket out of that. I did, dude. You win all your divorces, bro. <laughs> oh, God. And you spread the wealth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Breaking up with people when you live together is literally like divorce. Anyone who tells you any different... It really is. ...is just like a liar. <coughs> The only, the yeah, only, it really it's, it's mini divorce. Like you don't hit, get hit as hard, but it's like the same processes. Yeah. You don't like actually lose any money. But like you, what are you talking about? All I your mean, boyfriends have, if you're, with you're me. saying that because you don't actually lose money. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, think I'm like, I don't think I've ever lost. I've actually got That's what I'm saying. I'm money. literally saying you've never lost a divorce. I'm getting a couch. I've gained a, a bed. I've gained a TV, a TV stand records, records. I didn't get in the record player. I had to give that up. <laughs> But I got the couch and two. the bed. He had two couches. And a bed. <laughs> and you, a TV. You won a whole apartment set. If this was Price <laughs> of right, right, you'd be like, wee, wee. That is true. <laughs> and they'd be like, you're a big winner. What's your favorite concert you've ever been to? Like the um, one that was just like so like. Your mom. Ethereal. Like if you've ever had that experience. Man, it really is like church with you. Um, Dude, they, they literally... There is, there is one concert. It was a Muse concert that I went to. I think you were there. No, it was Johan. Oh yeah. Johan. You both us. think I'm there. Dude. Every time I tell I one of you, like I haven't you should seen, have been there. Every time. I, yeah. You guys didn't invite me. It was so weird too. Cause the person that we were with, you should have definitely been an, I kind of, I think we both kind of thought she was going to invite you. So that's why we did not And when we found out you weren't, it was like already too late. <laughs> we're just like, well, we're here. Was it Mal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She invited us. Well, I, I guess know. I remember that now, but yeah, you both think I was there though. Every time I'm like, I haven't seen me you both are like, where are you? So we were like a little drunk and I just like laid down and looked up at the stars. It was like a breezy ass night, middle of summer, like listening to muse. Their fucking light show was enough of a show. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even see them. Yeah. <laughs> just their lights, which was, it was awesome though. The music's really fucking great live and they sing really well live and play and blah, blah, blah. I can give you top three. I don't think I can give you one. Okay, go. Top three is every Kings of Leon concert I've been to. <laughs> um, uh, and I can tell you about each one differently, but yeah, every, every Kings of Leon one I went to. So the most vivid ones, the most recent one that I went, well, the most recent one went to in Boston. Um, yeah. Cause I saw them twice that time and then I did one here. Um, and don't get me wrong, the one here was good. It's just the Boston one. It was one of their first ones too. And so it was like, it was, it was like a blowout. But also, dude, <laughs> New Englanders, first of all, it is a rule. Their concerts start 10 minutes late. It's in, a, it's in a, Boston? It's a rule. In New England, all the venues do it because they know they don't show up. Our church started 10 minutes late because New Englanders oh don't God. show up on time. But then what's also crazy, dude, all of them time it around the main band. Like, it's the first time I skipped the openers because, like, the, one of the girls I went with, she grew up there and da, da, da. she's like, oh, the band won't start till then and I don't care about the opener. Do you guys? And I was like, I guess not. And so she's like, yeah, let's go to this restaurant. And we ate, like, dinner, had some wine and went. And she's like, yeah, perfect timing. We saw, we see a little bit of the opener and the boom. And, she, and we were early. Like, <laughs> like, I looked around. I was like, damn, I hope more people show up. This is going to be really embarrassing. Like, we need to show up for Kings of Leon, guys. And then... And then Kings of Leon come out. I'm no no joke. The first 
I look around, everyone's there. <laughs> it's all showed yeah, up. Yeah, it's like sold out. Like, <laughs> like I'm not kidding. And then if you look at the clock, it's like 10 minutes from when they were supposed to start. And that's when they started and the, everyone's there. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. Oh God. It's a culture here. But anyway, so every Kings of Leon show. Um, and then, uh, 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 um, fuck. Okay, I, I I'm I'm can't remember one. But hopefully, I will by the end of the other one. So then, a band called Tycho, they're an instrumental band, and I like them. They're probably one of my favorite instrumental bands. But it's like I'm also not that much into like instrumental music besides like little high hip hop. So it's like they're one of my favorite instrumental bands, but not high on the list. You know what I mean in general. But I was able to see them in New York City, and I took an edible, and it's my first time on an edible in a concert. And dude, the and Tycho came and I just closed my eyes and ooh, it was a whole thing. And like even when they ended, I was like, how long did they go? I looked down, I think it was like an hour ten, hour twenty. I was like, oh, that was ten minutes. But just the whole thing, just being out of my mind on the edible with all the sounds. It was just like whoa. So that and then oh fuck, what's the second one? God damn it. What's your favorite concert? Uh, Muse is one of them. Um, and they're in no particular order. Uh, no, Lal Dore. I almost got into a that fight with a good les- one. I almost got into a fight with a lesbian there. Oh yeah, you um, told me about that. The bitch wouldn't fucking like. She kept. She was in front of me, and I was being kind, and she kept fucking like pushing me and elbowing me. But obviously, when you're in the front, people are gonna push you, and you're gonna get pushed in the front. Like it's just kind of how it happens. Yeah. If it's a GA spot, like a general admission spot. And she fucking elbowed me. So finally, I got so mad at her that I literally took my foot, put it in front of her and like had half my body in front of her, moved her away and behind me and took her spot. <laughs> I was like, if you want to fucking be this way, bitch, get, get behind me then. <clears throat> um, that was a really good show. Um, and then... <sighs> Honestly, I don't really know. Like I think every concert after that is like on the same level. Yeah. Like I usually have really good time like at like shows and stuff. I think playing shows was a lot of fun too. Yeah. That was a good experience. I, I remembered it. And then the other one is um uh, uh, uh Chance the Rapper. Oh yeah, that would probably I saw yeah. I saw him in Montreal and it was really good and we got there in time for the opener. <laughs> and the opener was DJ Oreo. And so he's a DJ, obviously, but it was the first time I understood a DJ. Like, <laughs> like he was mainly mashing up other people's songs and going from one song to the other. But it was like the first time I understood it because he's so good at it. So he just like, like you rode waves. Like he just would hi- hype it up and you'd be like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. And everyone's like, oh my God, this song. Oh my God, this song. And you're all just partying. You're just rapping along. And like, and then all of a sudden, like, and then he brings it down when he should, and you're just vibing then. Like, he brings it in, so you're just vibing now. Then he brings it back up, and I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then that led into, so Chance actually did, like, two hours. The first hour was, like, his greatest hits, but, like, a DJ set. So, like, he, like, would, like, go into, like, the main parts that people love of that song to the main part of people love this song. So his first album, he just played everything. like a big mashup. Yeah, he just played everything you wanted to hear if you were a Chance fan. And you're like, dope. And then he went into just coloring book, uh, the the whole album basically, and uh, it was really great. That's awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga was the other one. That's uh, Lana Del Rey and Lady Gaga are like tied for one. I feel you. I did. Oh, I'm going to tell you, I did a little uh, Tumblr, like who's your favorite artist thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, my top two, literally one for one, Lady Gaga and Lana Del Rey. That makes sense. Miley Cyrus is number three. Yeah, but it wasn't like who's like the person. It was like artists and like music and da 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I had a really good time with Lady Gaga. I felt I felt a lot of a lot of things. Uh, there's one point when she had these like stages in the middle. They were clear and they would like go up and create a bridge and she would walk across them, blah, blah, blah. Well, she stayed and did an acoustic set on one of them and I was right next to it. I was like under it though, so I couldn't really see her. But she looked down through the plexiglass and literally I, I know everyone around me felt the same way probably, but I felt her like lock her eyes onto me and just like we like had a <laughs> spiritual connection for like a split second. But I know it was everyone in that area too that felt that because like I know I'm not that stupid to fucking realize it was just me. Like yeah. it was everyone, but like I was like, oh, what Dude, a monster. That Mal, we were at a Kings Leon concert and they had the same opener for a long time. And they had this uh, big, like, red-headed drummer. And, like, you could almost see him counting. Like, he was really good. But, like, you could tell that this thing is counting. So he looks really intense, like, down to the right. <laughs> and Mal kept bringing, like, talking about it. He's like, he kind of scares me. And, like, and then there was this time he was, like, looking down. And then him and her had eye contact. They stared at her for a while. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no. She was like, I was afraid to break eye contact. I didn't know what he'd do. <laughs> She'd fuck him up and he'd just like start drumming wrong shit. No, she was like, she like, no, she was like, you kill me. Like, <laughs> oh my. It's like, he's terrifying. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I think it's a good spot to end it. Sure. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for hanging on to the wild Christmas, which actually we made a little bit more about Christmas than I thought we were going to, which is good. That's roughly what I thought we would. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much. We hope you guys have a great and happy Christmas with your family. Be safe. Be safe. Make out with a few strangers. Fuck it. Uh, Get no. a vaccine. <laughs> sneak in. Stab yourself with it. Shoot it up. Get vaccinated and make out with the person that just got vaccinated. One thing real quick. When the vaccination is public, dude, there's going to be an outburst of people just <laughs> banging. So so a guy talked to a guy, a virologist I heard on a podcast talked about his prediction is one hit prediction was next year, early next year. It's this thing's over vaccine or not because listen, 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 because he was saying he's a virologist and his specialty is epidemics. And he said every epidemic is basically 18 months, give or take a few months. So he's like, even in history, if you look at like the black plague, every time it hit a city, 18 months, um, he's like uh, Ebola, 18 months, every time it comes around. And Spanish flu in the 19, like 19s, 1920, 18 months. So he's just like, he's like, that just something about the life cycle of viruses, 18 months um, is when they like go through a population. So he was saying around that time and he's like, you know, if we got vaccines for sure, just boom. And he said, he said part of the boom of the 1920s was because of, he's like, you always see a boom after epidemics of like parties and like living life and da, 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 da. Cause they're like, we're living. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he said that was part of the night, the boom of the 1920s, like a uh, hundred years ago. So he's, he, he says, he thinks we're going to the next five years 
after the pandemic, it's going to be just another boom. The question for you before we go, uh, when the pandemic is like, is like over, like over, over, like we know it's done, like it's going to be like the flu, it's going to be like normal life. Or just whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is like one of the first things that you think you want to do or did have you realized something that you're like, oh, I think I always want to kind of do this, but I'm going to do it just in case like something like this happens again. Comedy. Yeah. Mine is going on a cruise. <laughs> because I've always Dude, wanted to go on a cruise. But you need to wait like two years. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go no, like now. No, don't do that like, all right, January next year. Woo woo. And there's like another COVID outbreak. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait till like, wait till like 2020. I mean like, yeah. uh, t- like 2022. Yeah. Wait till like 2022. No, but like, yeah, that and like, I think just like, <laughs> I was at a lot already, but like being out more. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not more, but like just no. Honestly, it's, it's I'd say it's comedy and uh, a gym actually. Yeah, getting a little, getting that little fit. Yeah, well, I mean, because I think we technically go to gyms, but I'm not gonna lie, I don't want to wear a mask. Like I know you can, it's not gonna stop your oxygen, but I don't want to wear a mask and work out. Okay, so I'm not gonna be an asshole that goes to the gym and just doesn't wear a mask. I'm just gonna go okay, and I just won't work out. <laughs> like, I mean, fair. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like, I like. So, so for me, I was just like, I'm going to go to the gym when we don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I think comedy and that both attending and like trying it. Um, yeah. I think that, I think growing this podcast, getting out there more with that. And then, um, well, which, I, mean, I mean, that's we not the pandemic. Do. That's, uh, and then acting. I think I want to do more acting yeah. or like music related stuff. One of the two. Cool. Yeah. Well guys, uh, We've had a great time hanging out with you. You can do music related stuff now. No, I know. Just let me have a bit. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Uh, please like, comment, and share with your friends. We definitely want to keep this community growing. Um, yeah. What are you at? Hit us up. Um, I am at a, I'm at like a, I kind of calmed down a little bit. I'm at like a 7.5 to a 7. Yeah, probably same, same. Um, we uh, were smoking on ice cream, ice cream cake. cake? Um, uh, I don't. I just think it's. I think it's a two. <laughs> I just don't like it that much. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know I, if because this is an outdoor grow too. So I don't know if that's the reason. I don't know, dude. The stuff Bootlegger gave us, uh, that was outdoor, and that stuff hit harder than this. But I think that was like also like fresh off the like press type of thing. Like I don't think it works that way. Anyways, whatever we got this time, I don't think is as good as we've, what we've gotten in the past. Yeah, so I, I don't think outdoor grow has to do with it, but I think. But it is an outdoor grow, so that's kind of like got me. A and it's gonna make uh, it's gonna make it uglier, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make it hit harder. Yeah, so um, I gave it a two just because like it's it's good if you like need something. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two too, actually. Um, and part of that is because of how we rated other stuff, and like it's and part of it's because it's weed. It's like. It's like, uh, like I said, our scale is nothing. Nothing's like horrible unless we give it yeah. a zero. So it's like, well, I think too, like with weed, because it's becoming so much more widespread, popular, like people are able you can to be experiment. Choosy. You can be choosing and yeah, stuff can hit you harder loose. and hit you faster now. Like it's a fact. So wait, um, so are you just, are you downgrading it for your perceived potency? Are you like, is that why you're putting it in two? Yeah. And just overall experience. Like, I just don't feel like I ever got that high. Oh, see, I'm not going to do the potency because, like, that might just be a grower issue. 
talking about how I feel in it. I mean, I feel fine. Like I, I just don't feel like anything like to write home about. That's what I see. That's why I'm making it too. Yeah. I don't care about the potency necessarily. Cause in theory it's like, if I, if you, if we do a whole ounce, I'm going to be yeah. like out of my mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is definitely like a good strain. Like if you want, if you're not wanting to like get blasted into the next universe, you just want to chill and you're just like, home alone or like you're an older person and you're just like, Hey, I want to just relax. Like, I don't want to be blasted into outer space. Um, I don't think the strain has to do with the amount of blasting though. To me, it does a little bit because I, like, I think, I think you can have a shitty Northern lights and it won't hit you hard, but you'll feel the same things. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, I just, I just don't like the strain. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, not that I don't like it. No, I feel you. It's like, there's nothing right home about. So it's like, if you want a high that doesn't change you really at all, besides just making you feel high. Yeah. <laughs> then this is it. We're like yeah. Northern light. More, honestly, Northern lights makes me want to kind of like vibe and it like makes me feel good and a little smiley. Like yeah. It's this, like a good antidepressant. This one just to me, is just, I'm high. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, we're here. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you want something that doesn't alter you much at all, I could definitely do shit on this. I could definitely like do functional things. Yeah. But I mean, like I wouldn't say I'm happier. Yeah. I'd true. say, I would say maybe more relaxed, but like yeah. that's just being high. Yeah. So it's like, it's not giving me giggles, not giving me euphoria. Just yeah. get like, it's really hard to describe. It just gives me high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's better shit out there. So if you want to try it, try it. But yeah, I mean, um, if this hits you well, tell me how it makes you feel. But um, I definitely think ice cream cake, uh, is a two. Is a two. Cool. Uh, we're smoke with us podcast on anything we're on. Um, you can email us with at smoke with us podcast at gmail.com. And then the only thing we're not smoke with us podcast is Twitter. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, that is at S W U podcast S W U P O T cast. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to send you out like we always do with our homie St. Warhead's song called Sparkler. Smoke weed every day. I've been wavy for the longest, need the rest of y'all to catch up to me. Turping gravy for my bong hit, so every hit is extra gooey. Then I light it extra doobie, get high while I Netflix movies. Pass it to my baby, muffled coffee in my face next to boobies. I like to get high a lot, I like to get high a lot. My girls take smaller dabs because we have to buy a lot. I hate it when my light is lost, don't you too? That shit sucks, anywho I got shit to do. Need a smoker than after fuck, no I don't wanna work with you. All you other rappers suck, I Told you I got work to do, so will you please get off my nuts? Sorry, don't think I'm high enough. Nope, light another up. Coughing while we mob and drop the glob, and when the glow is up, 99 problems think I solved until I sober up. My squad do this often, we hot box, and if we pulling up, 99 problems think I solved until I sober up. My squad do this often, we hot box, and if we pull up, I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like it light up like a spark. I like my like my
It light up like a spark. I like my It light up like a spark. I like my It light up like a spark. I like my It light up like a spark. I like my It light up like a spark. Dabs got my fingers sticky like I'm Peter Parker. Feeling like a king. Scrolling memes with scenes from Arthur. Sauce has terpenes. Diamonds looking like it's tartar. All my friends grow weed. We got some inner city farmers. It don't matter if you broke or not. You can find a way to smoke some pot. Every spot is overstocked in every block and open shop and everybody's high. You can't even find a sober cop. Every night I'm stoned. Then I zone out and play Overwatch. Then I get hungry as I'm looking for some shows to watch. Baby, plug me with some munchies. All of a sudden I'm dozing off. Then I get hungry as I'm looking for some shows to watch. Baby, plug me with some munchies. All of a sudden I'm dozing off. Like my- It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark. Like my like It light up like a spark.